and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It's a podcast that encourages you, <laughs> invites you even, encourages you, it invites you to come find yourself. Or maybe I do encourage you to find yourself. So you can listen to this and say, oh, thank God for that. It is not just me. And I can speak to you and say, it is not just you. It is also me. I'm in the shed. Um, because the uh, acoustics are better. I think I've been told. And also, I did record an episode for you while I was out walking Vinny. But um, then I bent down to check something on his neck and touched his neck. And there was, he rolled in something disgraceful. Like, I don't know. I think it was actually, it was like horse poo. It wasn't fox poo, because if you've ever smelled fox poo, you will know. Um, so yeah, he rolled in something and I thought, God, I can't touch my phone. I can't touch anything because I had touched him. And so I had to abandon recording. So let's go again. Um, today, some people will be watching a funeral and some people will not. Uh, I'm in that latter camp and I have thought I will take the dog for a nice long walk because it will be quiet. Well, you see, this is what... Uh, lots of media outlets would lead you to believe that everybody is <laughs> stuck in front of their televisions, but it is not the case. Um, lots of people had the same idea as me. So I tried to go down a bridal way and couldn't get down either side because one side had a man on the bike with a dog. Uh, the dog was not on the bike. It was trotting alongside and the other side had a woman on a horse. So I had to back up and wait and I was going to go in a different direction. But then I saw four blokes out for a walk and um, nothing wrong with it being four blokes out for a walk. I did not feel concerned because it was four men. I felt concerned because their pace appeared to be not fast enough that they would stay well ahead and not slow enough that I could overtake them quickly without becoming part of their walk. And if you often go on walks in the countryside, you live in the countryside, you'll notice this sometimes. You go for a walk and you end up involved in someone else's walk. And you have to make a concerted effort to either really hang back or to power ahead. So I thought, right, I don't want to be part of their walk. I'll change direction. So went down another route. And the walk these men were on brought them out just in front of me. So but something then happened. One of them decided to stop and have a slash. And I don't know about you, but if you were in the countryside and you needed a wee um, and you felt that you had to answer nature's call in a bush, you would look, wouldn't you? You would look behind you just in case there was somebody there. Dogs made me jump out of my skin. Luna now wants in for the shed. Um, but yeah, he didn't look behind him, so he just thought, turned to the side, edged slightly into a bush, and started to urinate. And I thought, oh, hello. So, um, I mean, nothing was visible. It was obvious what he was doing. And I was going to shout at him, and then I thought, mm, I'll let the dog do the talking. <laughs> Vinny ran up to him, and he was like, oh, oh, uh, having to tuck himself away. And then he just carried on walking as if nothing had happened. And I had to pass him. Luna's got a stick and she's now left the shed. So, um, yeah, so I was very briefly, momentarily part of their walk and I enjoyed this, uh, the urinating gentleman 
studiously avoiding eye contact with me. <laughs> I was looking at him like, I know what you just did. So I saw them and then I saw about six cyclists and another couple on a walk with a dog and then a couple more people with a couple of dogs. So it actually got so busy along with Vinny rolling in poo that it was hard to actually get the podcast um, making any sort of sense. Then actually, as I came into the village, it did seem quite a bit quieter. I bumped into a friend of mine who <laughs> has got an Alsatian, which is really like, love, love an Alsatian. And he, he said, I'm on patrol. Why aren't you watching the funeral? <laughs> so, right, sue me. Um, so I think, though, what I have had brought to mind and what I have decided to, to do, apart from avoiding the television, walking the dogs... I'm going to do some work, I might even wash the cars, um, is I am and I have been making, uh, I guess, a concerted effort to think about the people who did mean something to me, who have died. And I was thinking about their funerals and I was thinking about, so, well, when we went out for our friend's birthday, um, so one of our friends, and he and his wife had triplets um, and his wife died suddenly when the kids were very, very young. I think they were only about nine. I mean, can you imagine like just the shock and the heartbreak that, that, that comes with that? And, and these kids have all gone through uni. They're all out the other side. They're in their 20s. But I was thinking about her and how incredible she'd been and the impact that she'd had on my life and you know, I wasn't especially close to them, but I remember like going to their house and they did a, a Beaujolais Nouveau evening and they had San cheese and I was like, oh, this is so refined and sophisticated. And yeah, so like it, Heather was like just funny and beautiful and incredible and and like, wow, that, you know, her funeral, so we'll never forget. Just what that was like um and now Lulu's sitting on the door again um so I've been thinking about her I thought about my friend Belle and she died when I think god they must have only been about four and he and my son are great friends and they've always been to school together and she if you go to the podcast episode my beautiful friend she just made such a huge impact on my life um and and I think her death was something I found truly shocking um and yeah and thinking about her funeral and if you see someone carrying his wife's coffin I mean that this dog I swear to god she banged the door again let her in um yeah, and, and just, you know, and I remember her son being at her funeral on this little, he was on a little red London bus, and 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 actually, in both Heather and Belinda's case, their children brought such light to such difficult occasions, and there was that, I remember, like, my granddad's funeral, so as I, as I was told, so I think I was 10, something like that, and 
I was told that children were not permitted to go to the funeral. And I don't know if that was actually the case. That was what I was told. And actually, that would have been obviously my nan's decision. But I was devastated at the time. And I know some people think that funerals are no place for children. But the times when I've been to a funeral and there have been children there, they do bring that sense of hope and life where you see that life does continue and there is still joy to be found so yeah I was thinking about Heather and Belle and then I was thinking about um obviously you know my dad who I talk about a lot but at his funeral um they played and my mum chose two songs that I remember one was the theme tune to Home and Away yes you heard that right and I was so like mortified I was like what do you mean you and my mum didn't tell us I think this was it and she used to really like watching Home and Away as did I my dad didn't because he would have been at work but um as I've got older I've come to realize that the lyrics are quite poignant and I encourage you to go and look them up but it begins <laughs> can you say it without singing it you know we belong together you and I forever and ever no matter where you are you're my shining star and how oh, sweet is that and and it continues in that vein but I might get a bit tearful if I say the rest um the second song that my mum chose was the theme tune to Howard's Way oh and I remember the third one the theme tune to Howard's Way always there I mean it was sung very very high pitched I don't know who's singing I want to say Marty somebody was the singer so that and I think that actually did also have poignant lyrics. Something like, when our love is deep enough, then we can sail through stormy waters. The last one she chose was Wind Beneath My Wings, which I took issue with that song at the time because it was sort of Bette Midler saying, I'm amazing, look at me, I'm really amazing, but you're the reason I'm amazing. But I felt it was a bit of a, this is a song more about, me than it is about you being the wind beneath my wings i i don't know maybe i'm being really cynical <laughs> and i misunderstand la midler so there were those um and i thought about my mum's funeral and that was during covid restrictions and i was put in this bloody position where so between me and my siblings we had all taken on various responsibilities and doing what we could based on the fact you can you've been travel between counties and all that sort of what felt like bullshit but um and I tried really hard to you know stick by the rules and then you see what was happening in the government anyway um yeah so I there was I will write about that one day but one thing that does stand out for me was that we were only allowed something like 30 people in the crematorium and um my brothers and sister just walked in and so I was like right I'll deal with this then shall I and I was having to there was more people than 30 there and I think the crematorium staff were being really nice in, in that I think they were saying that we will turn a bit of a blind eye because um you know you're a grieving family but I was having to go right you not you you would you mind being outside you can come in and then they're like oh no 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 we'll, we'll stay outside it's fine let someone else go in I don't know anything for fuck's sake people do why don't you all just walk in but anyway we got through it um so there was that and I thought oh, 
my um, husband's aunt and at her funeral they played the theme to In the Night Garden, which is quite a nice piece of music. And I think it's much of the animals because she was very fond of both animals and children and she was incredibly thoughtful when it came to um, my kids and my in-laws kids. She would buy them really lovely presents. She was a very nice lady. So it's funny when you think about those sort of moments when you come together um and my I think my husband got told off at that funeral by an elderly great aunt at my nan's funeral oh my god then we had my so my mum's mum's funeral one of my uncles refused to speak to me or let me go near him and I remember thinking what the fuck is this um because apparently when I was a child um I had said I didn't want to be his bridesmaid but I would have been so young. I don't even remember that. And maybe that's, do you know what I mean? When you think this would have been like 40 years ago, maybe. So I have no idea what that was about. But it did sort of on reflection, I laughed about it. I was like, that was weird. Um, and another uncle found me to explain. I was like, all right, okay, never mind. Um, yeah, and then at my um, father's and my dad's mum's funeral. God, I've been to a lot I've been lad of funerals. Um, and one day I will be the subject of a funeral. We're all headed that way. Um, and then at my dad's mum's funeral, um, I had to, because she was Catholic, I had to do the, is it call and response? So the priest says something and then I didn't know what to say. And he had to tell me. I was like, I don't know. Because I was the eldest grandchild and yeah, that, that experience was afforded to me. And then we buried her ashes. We interred her ashes next to one of her husbands uh, in a graveyard and me and my sort of next brother down closest in age we were given this little box which was almost like a shoe box like or what you might put a cat's ashes in <laughs> we had to like put it on these little ropes down into the ground um so i've had rich and varied experiences and god yeah my um brother-in-law's wife oh you know she died when their daughter was tiny. She might be five, four, five. It's hard to sort of remember, and I feel bad for not getting it exactly right. And and then it's that, and you think, for God's sake, like these young mothers that I knew and loved, and you know that those are the people that I want to spend today reflecting on and thinking about. Um, and so I hope for you, whatever you choose to do today, that you don't feel judged based on your choice. Um, and I hope you will come back and join me tomorrow. And if you want to share any of your experiences, and the thing that I have found is that in every funeral, there's always moments of light. It's always, it's always really difficult, but experience it does come to us all so let me know if you want to talk about it, if there's something else you'd like me to explore if you want to share your experience i'd love to hear it thank you for being here i will be back with you tomorrow <laughs>